1: Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we try good catch plant-based fish sticks and drink Cannonboro Craft ginger beer.
0: We don't have that. We do. do, do.
1: I'll go get it. Oh. I want it to be cold for us.
0: Oh, so you're going to drink it cold?
1: I know. I'm going to drink it cold. Well, there's some warm ones. I could drink a warm one.
0: You like warm drinks. I do. You don't like cold drinks.
1: So when when I say warm, I mean like room temperature, everybody. I don't mean like I warm up a soda pop. That sounds disgusting. But like at room.
0: Nobody thought that. You don't think? No.
1: A warm drink.
0: That's a hot drink.
1: That's true. I also love a hot drink.
0: Right. But nobody would think that you saying you like a hot drink means that you heat up soda. No. Unless you said I like a hot soda.
1: I like a room temperature soda, everybody. Right. Anyway, that's
0: weird enough. It's strange.
1: It is strange. It's strange that you like
0: that. What about it do you like?
1: I get cold very easily. I feel like I'm always cold. And so a Mm -hmm. cold drink makes me too cold. I think because I grew up in Florida, the land of too much air conditioning, where everything is like outside 97 degrees temperature, inside 60 degrees. Of air conditioning. And then someone hands you an ice drink, but you're dressed for the outside. And so I'm used to a cold drink making me freezing cold.
0: As somebody who also grew up in Florida, there is no such thing as too much air conditioning.
1: I disagree with you.
0: I know you do. You've had warm soda your whole life?
1: At some point, I realized I could ask for my drinks without ice, Uh and it was like a revelation. When was this? I think as a teen. Okay. Okay. And it was like a a game changer. Okay. And ever since, I've asked for my drinks without ice. And at home, I'd keep my drinks not in the fridge because then they're room temp, which is how I like it.
0: Have you ever met anybody else who likes their drinks this way? Listener. Have you ever met anybody else who likes (laughs) their drink this way?
1: Off the top of my head, I can't. You know what? No. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head.
0: So now you can listener,
1: Listener. If you like to drink your drinks at room temperature as well, I'd love to hear from you because um, I'm feeling uh, very weird right now. I'm feeling like a real I don't weird. mean to
0: make you feel weird, but a the real thing, weirdo. But the thing that you do is a thing that not a lot of people do.
1: It's true. Well, why do you like ice in your drinks?
0: Because I like a cold drink. I, th- I find it refreshing.
1: Mm.
0: It cools me down. It cools when, my mouth down.
1: When I'm hot, I like a cold drink. Okay. But I'm usually not hot. Right. I'm usually cold.
0: Yeah. But when we went to the beach, you drank all your drinks warm.
1: That's true. But then we got those um, ices, and those were really. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's different. Nobody's
0: saying that you don't like.
1: Cold things. Right. (laughs) (laughs) True, 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 true. Yeah, I guess I did drink my drinks room temp. Maybe it's just like force a habit.
0: But does the cold, does it make your mouth too cold? Does it. Lower your body temperature.
1: I feel like it lowers my body temperature.
0: Okay, I don't know that your body temperature is lowering instantly, though.
1: It feels that way to me.
0: So it's making you cold.
1: It's making me cold. I don't like to be cold. But it's making
0: your body cold, not your mouth cold.
1: Correct. I mean, also my mouth cold, but that doesn't bother. That's not the part that I find unpleasant.
0: Okay, can you have like a temperature diary (laughs) the next time you do a cold drink? And record, document? I mean, oh, roll your eyes at it. <laughs> Person who takes notes at literally every food thing that we eat. <laughs> this is out of the line.
1: I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Hey, Dave, how are you?
0: I'm good. It's, it's, <laughs> what is, <laughs> it yes. is it that funny? Is that hard to believe
1: is that you're good? Yeah, yeah, good. wow, J- JK, Dave, JK. I'm good, good.
0: It's Talking Tofu Nights. Yeah. We're having a nighttime record. Nights. Because I was, yep, nights. And because I was traveling this weekend, so we couldn't record on our normal schedule. And now we're catching up so that we don't miss an episode. I went to Target yesterday. And when I was walking out of Target, there was a woman. And she was leaning against a man. And she was hunched over. I thought she was about to throw up. And so I dutifully got out of her way. But... (laughs) I would I would have if they had needed help. She wasn't alone.
1: Yeah. She had the man she with had her. The,
0: she had the man with her. And so but I was ready, you know, I had my ears open in case help was needed, of course, because I'm noble. But she did get and, out of the splash zone. But I, I <laughs> would you not? It's trash night.
1: Oh yeah, it's trash night. Any banging you By hear the way, it's trash, it's trash night. night.
0: By the way. Trash nights. trash night.
1: Oh yeah, I would get out of the splash zone. And sorry, if it was a vomit that I was fearing, I'd probably have been out of there. I would have missed the whole thing. So, t- so what was it really? Did she throw up, Dave?
0: So, if I may continue,
1: <laughs> you asked me a question. Did I? Yes, no. you said, "Wouldn't you?"
0: Didn't you say That's this stretching? <laughs> yes, that begged. A few sentences on it. (laughs) Not just as sure. Not even sure I said would you, but maybe I would. Maybe I did. Um so I got out of the way. I was in the road. I stepped into the road to avoid the potential puke.
1: This is news to me. Unseen. Why? It's
0: not like I did it blindly or ran.
1: Covered your eyes and just darted into traffic. You're
0: painting a different picture than the one I'm painting. Um So then as I was walking by, I heard a target employee say, when are you due? And I turned, my ears perked up and I turned around and I was at a different angle at this point and I saw that the woman was pregnant. And the woman said, today. And she said, what? Congratulations. And they both were like, thanks. And she was like, you should go to the hospital. And I said, we are right after this. Uh, So it was just like on TV where somebody is having contractions and- And is pregnant at the store and going to the hospital. Amazing! What an exciting moment! It's and I was walking away. I said, "Congratulations!" congratulations. It was a sweet. It was like a sitcom scene.
1: It was like you were Zach Morris.
0: No, Zach Morris would have delivered that baby, and they would have named the baby after Zach.
1: It's true. If it was Zach Morris, there would have been mysteriously like a blizzard in Southern California that trapped them in the store, and he would have delivered the baby.
0: It was an earthquake and they were in an elevator.
1: Right, but there's no elevator at the target.
0: Mrs. Belding's baby shower that they held at Bayside. Of course. And then they were helping to take all of the gifts to the car. They were helping Miss Belding, Mm -hmm. Mrs. Belding, excuse me, take all the gifts to the car. And it was Zach and Tori and Mrs. Belding, Becky Belding, you of all people. And they got trapped in there, and Tori was new to California, so she had not experienced an earthquake yet. And earlier in the episode, they had shown how inexperienced she was. She was a prepper. She had, like, a backpack that was full of improper things to pack for an earthquake, and that was their chance to tell the viewer what the proper things to pack during an earthquake were. And so they get in the elevator, and the elevator shuts down and so does tori oh she can't but the thing is tori had also said earlier in the episode that she helped her sister deliver her baby oh so she knew what to do where zach didn't and zach for once acknowledged that he was out of his element whoa but in a way that he could kind of like Man down to Tori, like, I need you to get it together. Oh, I was gonna say that was gross. But but no, but no, it actually was (laughs) gross, which shows how bad Zach's default (laughs) position was. And I know I just will actually do, but it was important (laughs) to show
1: it's it is
0: that Zach did rise to the occasion, just not high enough, and he started very low, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: Just inched up that bar. Yeah.
0: But they delivered the baby. I don't know that they named him Zach. Did they name him Zach? I don't think so. There was a baby pool that Zach and Slater were running on when the baby would be born. Mm -hmm. And they took advantage of Screech by selling him that day at like a really high price. Being like, you'll get a really high return if, if you pick today or payoff or whatever they call it. In a pool. And he won.
1: Oh, good for Screech. Yeah. Anyway. The point is, Dave knows a lot about Saved by the Bell. I, and listener, if you have any questions or comments about Save by the Bell, we would love to hear them. The side I don't, that I'm getting. I
0: don't. Oof. It's not a. It's not even like a, a good, like. The new one is good. The
1: new one is good. The new one's really good. Legit good. We but enjoy old, watching it.
0: The old one, I'm, I'm hesitating because, of course, it did not age well. It's silly to say that it did not age well. That's like a really obvious fact. But the thing is, like, I looked at it. I was excited to show it to our child when he was old enough, and I can't really because I watched it with parent eyes and was like, they are all so mean to each other. For a group of best friends, they shit on each other left and right. That's all they do. And not even like in a ribbing way, really. Like they like take the piss out of each other just relentlessly.
1: Yeah, they're mean.
0: They talk about and when Jesse Spano sticks up for herself, all of us, not just Slater, all of them swatter back down and are like, your feminist shit is stupid.
1: Yeah, they're the worst to Jesse, yeah. I feel like. Because Jesse is the best one. Right. And they always treat her like she's the worst one.
0: Well, and her, like, she is, she has anxiety, which they never really address or put that, that phrasing to. And meanwhile, they just say that she's neurotic and, like, worries too much and is so obsessive. And, like, they just look for ways to, to insult her about it. Um, screech. This is a bigger '80s sitcom problem. Like it stalks Lisa, and it's seen as endearing. It's seen as annoying, but it's also seen as endearing,
1: like kind of in a cute way, right?
0: In this sense that, like, this whole attitude of like, ah, oh, boys, you got to just keep at it. If she doesn't like it, you just got to keep at it, and you'll win her over. You know, like this terrible, terrible idea. The uh, the misogyny. Goes further than just what you're looking at me like, just stop talking. No, no, no.
1: I'm enjoying this.
0: (laughs) The misogyny is like off the charts for everybody, like not just Jesse, not just the mama stuff, you know. Oh,
1: I always forget that he calls her mama. Yeah, gross.
0: Um, what else was like, what was the other one? I had it in my head. It just sucks. Like, they all just suck to each other. Yeah. All the time. I oh, agree. I I remember what it was now. And then the later seasons, they start um doing like, I can't even like describe the gesture that they do.
1: <gasps> oh, I know the gesture that you're talking about because you pointed it out to yeah. me in an episode before.
0: Yeah. It is a gesture meant to <sighs> mock disability.
1: Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not cool. Thank yeah. you for tuning into our Save by the Bell yeah, podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what? No. How are you? Oh. oh, me. I'm good. When you were out of town, Dave went out of town for like 24 hours, and while he was gone, the kid and I drove over to Summer Hill, which is a neighborhood on the west side of town, uh, where Junior's Pizza. Maypole and Big Softy are located. So we parked on the street so that I could go to Maypole, get myself a bowl meal, which was incredible. Then we walked across the street to Junior's Pizza, got the kid a couple of slices, sat and ate our food. And then we walked further up the street to Big Softy where we got ice cream. We ate the whole street. Then we went and got Halloween decorations, and came home and made the porch spooky. We were so busy while you were gone, and it was such a blast. I had a great time. I'm still like riding high from that super fun time of um, spooky bombing the porch and eating everything in in that one neighborhood.
0: Yeah? hmm What flavors did you get at Big softie?
1: Oh, so sad news, everyone. They have discontinued the matcha soft serve, my favorite.
0: Did they discontinue it, or did they change it out? Because they changed their flavors Yeah, out.
1: they did so i was gonna say and they replaced it with mocha soft serve which is very good and i had it with chocolate hard shell and i got the cornflake streusel on top and it wasn't as pretty as the matcha with the chocolate and the pink praline that's a lot of beautiful color but it was delicious
0: nice tell tell us about the what you did on the porch
1: so i feel like i'm
0: really pulling (laughs) conversation out of you
1: no, um, you. I mean, yes, and thank you for doing that. On the porch, we bought a giant spider web and we bought a medium-sized spider, which is actually still quite large. There was a bigger yeah. spider.
0: And smaller spiders.
1: And we also bought a little bag of glitter spiders and we put them all up on the the big web. Yep. And then we also got this skeleton bat that's hanging up and we yeah. got a black skull, like a... Like a, um. oh gosh, I'm going to butcher it. That Shakespeare, alas, that guy, I knew him well. Horatio? Yorick. Yorick. I knew him Yor- well. Yorick. Yorick.
0: Yorick.
1: I knew him well, like that, uh-huh. but painted black. Should we talk about our gummy fiascos?
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah.
1: Okay, so- The day after all of the porch spookifying, I was in a real fall mood, and I decided to go to Sprouts to get some of the vegan pumpkin gummies, which was supposed to be the topic of this week's episode. I first saw them on Twitter when my friend Amanda Rock shared a picture of them. She said they were incredible. They looked incredible. So I went to Sprouts. I got a bag of them. I brought them home. I ate some. Uh... And then I wrote the script for the podcast. And what I like to do when I do that is include the ingredients because that way we can discuss them, especially Mm -hmm. with something like a gummy where I feel like what's in them makes a big difference in the texture and stuff.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, No ingredients listed on the bag. I went on Instacart. They don't exist on Instacart. Couldn't find them on the Sprouts website. Finally, I went back to Sprouts yesterday afternoon just to look on the barrel and see if the ingredients were listed. Mm -hmm. The ingredients were listed, and they included paprika for color.
0: Which I am allergic to. Yeah.
1: And so I texted Dave and said, don't eat the pumpkin gummies. They have paprika. Mm
0: -hmm. You said, don't eat the gummies. They have paprika.
1: Oh, is that what I said? Oh. I was sent in haste because I was like, because I had told you to eat them for the pod, and I was like, you could be eating them right now.
0: And... We have lots of gummies in our house.
1: Yeah, we love a gummy. Do you love a gummy? I do. Okay, I'm picky. I don't know I, why
0: I, I thought you tolerated gummies, but didn't love them.
1: I actually can't really keep them around because I have a self
0: control problem with you know, gummies. I'll never get down on dots with us.
1: We can just. So I'm very choosy about the texture of a gummy. I oh, like God. the texture of like those sun kissed gummies. Or like a gummy bear, but the dots, the ones that are like more chewy and stick in your teeth, Mm -hmm. I don't like them as much. That's not the texture that does it for me. Gummies make me feel very ill after I eat them for some reason, and so it has to be really worth it. Mm. Very choosy about gummies, but a good gummy, it's a problem.
0: I like all gummies. I like every texture of gummy. Yes. I like the flimsy. I like the firm. I like the hard. I like the clear, I like the chalky, I like the speckled, and I like the sugar-coated.
1: Oh, I do like a sugar-coated I like them all.
0: Yeah. I'll go every direction. I'll swing any direction.
1: What is one of your favorite gummies?
0: Dots. Dots. I like Dots. And I like the Whole Foods gummy bears. Yes. So when you texted this. I had a mouthful of the Whole Foods stars that you bought, the gummy stars, not the gummy bears that you, that I bought, the gummy stars that you bought at Sprouts. No, not at Sprouts, at Whole Foods. Yes. And so I get this text that says, don't eat the gummies. And what did I send you?
1: Dave sent me a picture of his open mouth full of gummies that were full op- of
0: gummies. Like I could like not even swallow.
1: <laughs> it was so many gummies, but they were clearly not orange. It was clearly like pink gummies or something, right? And so I was like, "Oh, who? He didn't eat the pumpkin gummies,
0: right?" But the stars had paprika in them too.
1: Can you believe it? For color, stop it! Stop it, everyone. We love gummies.
0: And. Thankfully, I was okay. Thanks for asking. Well, um, I saw
1: you later and you seemed okay. <laughs> I, I
0: kind thought... of had distress during the night. And, and you would have told me. I don't tell you every time I have distress. How oh. how repetitive and boring would that be?
1: <laughs> I didn't know you were going through all this stuff in, like on
0: your own. I'm distressed all the time. I'm here Why for you. Why would I make that a headline?
1: You got to tell me That's... so I can help.
0: What What are you going to do?
1: I'll pat your shoulder and say no, they're re- there. No, you
0: truly are not.
1: <laughs> I might. I'll get you... you tums.
0: But, okay, when you eat a gummy, how do you eat your gummies? I'm realizing now that the mouthful of gummies might be weird.
1: I eat them one- <coughs> <coughs> Whoa, <me>. marsh.
0: <laughs>
1: I eat them one at a time.
0: One how- gummy at a time? Do you put the whole gummy in your mouth?
1: Depends on the size of the gummy. Like a Swedish fish is two bites, but like a... a that those pumpkin gummies that's the like swedish a one.
0: fish is the texture that you are decrying
1: but the thing about swedish fish is that they are that chewy get stuck in your teeth kind that i don't love that's my problem with the whole foods one is the texture and i feel like but swedish fish have this unique flavor to them that makes it worth it to me
0: hmm.
1: that most of those chewy chewy gummies don't have
0: so it's just too good to pass up mm-hmm. is what you say
1: that's what I say every time you in need that one. Voice. That's why you say that. That's why you I say, say that. I
0: normally don't like these, but this is just too good to pass up.
1: I say it with that exact cadence. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and the lights turn down, and the saxophone starts. In they the actually background.
1: fade to a red, a red light.
0: Crescent moon comes out through the window.
1: <laughs> You're
0: leaning up against <laughs> the doorway with one leg <laughs> propped up.
1: That's what's happening. These
0: gummies are just too good to pass up. <laughs> child is like mom why are you doing this
1: mom are you okay (laughs) this is freaking me out so i got the pumpkin gummies dave did not try them so we are not doing a full review with ratings and everything but i do want to say it's a bad episode (laughs) (laughs) i do want to say though they're really good y'all you should get them the texture is great they don't this are no this is still the intro
0: (laughs) no just do it what what? How is where 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 you're gonna go with this? Any different? Than I'm just what gonna that do it real quick. Be.
1: No rating. What? The texture is great. The only thing that I would say is that they taste more like peach to me than pumpkin. But that's I'm not complaining. I like peach.
0: That's wrong though.
1: It's wrong, but they're good. And they, okay. Sprouts has other vegan gummies too. They all contain paprika, so I didn't purchase any other ones.
0: I get that. Like, it tasting like peach doesn't ruin it, but that makes it a bad pumpkin gummy.
1: Yeah. It's pumpkin shaped, which is very cute, but that it tastes agreed. like peach.
0: That's cute.
1: It's cute. It has pumpkin in it, they say. Pumpkin puree or juice
0: or something. Okay. Why don't they
1: use that for color, But sprouts? why doesn't it
0: taste like a pumpkin spice or something like that? I don't know. It's really That's weird. That's probably what you were expecting, right?
1: I didn't know what to expect. I was just expecting kind of generic gummy, but it tasted strongly of peach to me.
0: gummy. Yeah, Go on. like orange. Speak on that. I guess
1: just orange. I thought that's what it was going to taste like. You thought it was like. going
0: to taste like the flavor orange or the no. color orange?
1: The color orange, like an orange gummy. You
0: thought it was going to be tasteless. Did no. it like taste like the food coloring?
1: No, I guess like the flavor orange, but like orange flavored.
0: The yeah. flavor orange, but like orange flavored. <laughs>
1: Like artificial, to where it doesn't really taste like orange. Orange flavor doesn't taste like an orange.
0: I I understand. I get yeah, that part. <laughs> but you were not expecting it to taste seasonal at all. The seasonal gummy that it exists, <laughs> not in a package, but in an urn to to dig out of. Mm-hmm.
1: They pre-packed them because of COVID. Okay, but, but yeah,
0: that's that's a good idea
1: i agree but i thought you'd want to know about that but that
0: they're not like in a box or anything like that they're not pre-packaged they are packaged but they're not pre-packaged they're Mm post-packaged and you thought you didn't expect the seasonal item
1: (laughs) i'm not saying my expectation was correct i'm just saying that's what it was
0: it sounds like it was more correct than Like your wrong expectation was more correct than what your right expectation of a seasonal tasting treat would be.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: If you had expected pumpkin and you got peach, that's a wider gap than expecting flavor orange, orange flavor and getting peach. Then at least you're expecting like fruity fruit. Yeah, and, and getting not like, fruity fruit. Not
1: like warming spice. Right. Yeah, I didn't get any pumpkin spice vibe from this, but they were very good gummies, and I would eat them again. In fact, I ate myself sick on them just last night. It Did was, you really get sick? I, I Yeah, I was very ill. I didn't like throw up, but I had a very bad okay. stomach ache. Okay. I sat on the couch feeling a lot of regret for about an hour after I ate them. I ate a lot of them. They're really good. The point is I can't have gummies in the house.
0: I don't want to note your... Your feelings, <laughs> but I have a different section of <laughs> of symptoms that fall under very ill. I just get a stomach. You got a bad stomachache. I got That's very nauseous.
1: I was woozy for fun. a long time. Yeah. yeah,
0: I got very ill in Los Angeles.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You see the difference?
1: I do. <laughs> I got moderately yeah. discomforted.
0: Even calling Los Angeles very ill. It feels like you you're lost just, a day. Yeah, but it feels like you're like tempting fate. There are people with like capital D diseases,
1: right? But from food- I think let's reserve.
0: Okay, we've categorized. We've like qualified it. Then you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: but I think for eating yourself sick, I think Los Angeles. That's pretty. Mu- that's pretty close to.
0: That's real sick. Right. Not very ill. Very ill feels like a more permanent <laughs> state to me. <laughs>
1: I was nauseous for like an hour. Yeah. That's the
0: point. You got a little bum bum in your tum tum. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. what
1: I got. That's Just what, say that. I got a little bum bum in my tum tum. Yeah. See? See how much better that feels? It does. It feels more You're smiling more, now. Honest. I feel good. First smile of the week. <laughs> Are we back to... Uh,
0: why did you even do a script?
1: <laughs> We're off the rails. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Talking Tofu Didn't nights. This fun?
0: Welcome to Talking Toe this is a section of the podcast where i do uh i i find a I, I look up quickly before we start recording a headline from the vegan world and i present it for discussion And this week sticking with veg news you know uh oh the pen's coming out our roving reporter's gonna write down my first-hand story so that or i guess it's second-hand right if i'm reading this Correct. And then your capture of it is going to be third hand. Correct. This one's under, filed under breaking. So
1: breaking on what date?
0: October eleventh, twenty twenty one. I was going to get there. I just, just
1: needed the information from my notes.
0: We just let me riff my new saxophone <laughs> uh, and sing the song <laughs> that I want. Yeah. Light life debuts its most realistic. Are you going somewhere? Oh, you're getting up.
1: This pen's out of ink.
0: Okay. Light Life debuts its most realistic vegan chicken at 500 Whole Foods Hot Bars.
1: Tell me everything.
0: Well, let's take a pause there. And I'm a little upset that the hot bars back. I don't think we're ready for a hot bar. I was kind of hoping that buffets would stay dead post-COVID. Have we talked about this? We have. Oh. We
1: have. I I feel like I'm ambivalent about it. I get it, but also I really enjoy the hot bar.
0: I've never been to a Whole Foods hot bar that wasn't a gross experience if you look around you and see the the hygiene habits that others have.
1: Oh I guess I'm just not that observant. I always enjoy a Whole Foods hot bar. That chicken-fried tofu is so good.
0: The food is good if If the Whole Foods hot bar were the same as the Whole Foods cold bar. Where you get like salads and like the mock chicken salad and stuff like that. Where you call out your shots and somebody prepares a dish for you. I'd be into that.
1: Somebody who is trained in the proper food handling techniques. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Instead of the whole world exposing themselves to your food, you have a smaller group of people exposing themselves to your food. I can see that. Light Life's new unbreaded vegan chicken can be found. Unbreaded. Yes. Yes. Can be found in the prepared food section of more than 500 Whole Foods markets in the U.S. and Canada. Nicole Axworthy reports: Vegan brand Lightlife has debuted a whole, a new whole muscle vegan chicken. I don't, I don't Gross. understand that term.
1: Whole muscle that is, is that a chicken breast though? Is that what they mean? Is a chicken breast?
0: You know, you know. Let me let me get a little bit further in, and we'll see if that question gets answered. Okay. That is exclusively available in the prepared food section at more than 500 Whole Foods Market. Now, the prepared food... Oh, yeah. That is the hot bar. Okay. Never mind. In the United States, Canada. The culinary team will use the unbreaded plant-based chicken in a variety of recipes, such as vegan chicken salad, or by dicing, shredding, slicing, or serving it whole at the grocery retailer's hot bar, cold salad bar, and -and grab-and-go offerings.
1: Okay. Whole muscle chicken is a thing.
0: Uh-huh. A
1: whole muscle product is like a slab of meat that's breaded and fried. Yep. Instead of chopped and fried, chopped and formed and fried.
0: Yep. I'm looking at a picture of it.
1: So you and I have actually talked about the difference between that, but we didn't have the right words. And also, I don't like the right words. It sounds gross.
0: I kind of like it. Whole muscle. It's, uh, it's a little suggestive. Oh. Kind of like it.
1: Oh, and I just feel like it really evokes exactly what they do to those chickens.
0: Kind of like. Give me whole muscle, you know? (laughs) Give me the whole (laughs) muscle (laughs) next time. (laughs) Why don't you give her the whole muscle next time? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Are
0: you trying to do that that one song?
1: Yeah. I'm doing it badly over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what i'm gonna do is cut out me doing it each time no. and replace it with that
0: no okay
1: so are you not gonna eat this because it's at the hot no
0: bar? i'm going to eat it okay you're but just gonna, gonna feel bad about it no i'm gonna go right when it opens Oh yeah Ooh yeah. Ooh.
1: <laughs> well I think you probably would want to go. This seems like a lunch not item. Not right
0: when right when the lunch bar opens. Like
1: eleven, do you All think? Eleven right. thirty? We'll have to make some calls. Now
0: you're now it's your job. You noted it. You noted it too hard and it became your responsibility. Uh, this yeah. is not the first time Light Life products have been offered in Whole Foods Prepared Food Section. In twenty eighteen, Whole Food employee Dennis Horton created a vegan BLT sandwich using Lightlife Tempeh Bacon. It was available at the deli counter of the Santa Monica, California location and select locations of the Southwest and Southern Pacific regions. Shortly after its launch, Whole Foods was hit with a high demand for the sandwich, prompting the chain to expand the offering nationwide.
1: I remember that. It was the TLT and vegan bloggers across the globe started making recipes for it.
0: Yep. 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 That's basically what the next paragraph said. Oh. Wow. 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 What a headline.
1: So after the pumpkin gummies debacle, I was like, well, what are we going to talk about this week? And then I remembered that I had picked up on a different trip to Sprouts a box of good catch plant-based fish sticks and I thought let's make fish tacos. This
0: was from Sprouts and not Trader Joe's?
1: This was from Sprouts. Gotcha. Yes. This was from the original trip to Sprouts when I got the gummies. Okay. A different trip to Sprouts. I go to Sprouts a lot. Gotcha. Now that I'm shooting videos for other people, I have to get stuff that I can't always get at
0: Kroger. Gotcha.
1: Um. Anyway, I got this and stuck it in the freezer and forgot about it and mm. then I remembered about it And made it for dinner. So I made... I did it just like I do our Gardein Fishless Tacos where I made my jalapeno slaw. Let's back up. Yeah.
0: We were in the market for new fish fillets. Oh, yeah. Because we learned, again, not to sound like a broken record, but everything in the world has paprika in it, including most Gardein products. Most of their chicken and fish products do. The Fishless Fillets were my go-to. There's still one that has like a light enough amount of paprika in it that I could probably get away with it with mild discomfort and sometimes it might be worth it for the taste. Uh, But we were inspired or motivated to find one that didn't. And a friend, our friend Robert, reached out to us because he had had these and recommended them.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot that that's why we were looking for him. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for backing it up. That's a lot of important backstory that I just skipped right over. Yeah, we should...
0: We should drop his podcast. He could probably use the, the, the boost. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Let's give him the yeah. talking tofu bump. So, <laughs> so Rob was the one that hipped us to these. And I got them. And I made the same fish tacos I always make. I made um, my jalapeno slaw, put it on flour tortillas with avocado, and then these, um, these fish sticks as the fish. So I will say right off the bat, not as many fish sticks in there as there are fish displays in the garden bag. And so we were short on fish sticks. Each taco had one. It really should have had two in it, but I ran out.
0: It was like that episode of Saved by the Bell where they go, Max brings out their burgers and the burgers are like tiny little patties <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the regular sized buns. And they all clown him. They're like, hey, because Max is a magician. They're like, hey, great. You shrunk the food. Great trick. And he's <laughs> like, actually, I'm out of money. So this is the the biggest burgers I could make, which is like, that's not really how it works. No. But um, but then they all felt bad and apologized. And this felt like that where yeah. normally I was expecting one bursting with little filet uh, yeah. pieces. This one, it was a lot of taco. And then a little strip in the middle of uh, of a fish stick.
1: Yeah, that was a real bummer. I wish that I had realized that earlier. I think if, I don't know. I feel like there was no other way to budget them out. And it, it was too late. Anyway, I just made the best, you your of, best. Of, of, of a kind of yeah. shortage. Yeah. It um, wasn't
0: your fault that they were too small. Yeah. And but, the box, it's not see-through.
1: Yeah, it a box serves two. A bag of Gardein serves 3 Mm-hmm. So.
0: It serves two if one of them's a big hungry boy like I am.
1: <laughs> true, 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 true. Because
0: um, you eat less than I do. Yes. And the kid eats less than both of us. Sometimes. It's real, like, it's classic Goldilocks.
1: It is a classic Goldilocks yeah. situation. So, do you want to... I also... Um, I I left one fish stick out of the tacos and cut it in half so that we could try, each try some plain. Because with all the... Yeah, that was weird. and everything. Well, I wanted to taste it.
0: Yeah. It was a little weird. Like, I get it. Yeah. But it was also half a fish stick just sitting on a plate. Yeah. And that was weird.
1: It was for work. felt clinical. That was a business fish stick. Uh, The tacos were dinner.
0: We never isolate the things when we're talking about them in other...
1: Oh, I try to do that. Like if we, like when we got um, what did we get from Plant Based Pizzeria recently? Was it wings? The pizza? No. Oh, it was the tenders. Yeah. I tried some without sauce
0: first. That's that's a little bit different, I think.
1: I don't know. The kid just ate them plain.
0: Yeah. Like
1: that's how you eat a fish stick. But most of the things, or like if you're going to do fish and chips, right? So I wanted to see what it would taste like on its own. Okay. Dave, what did you think about the fish sticks, though?
0: So I thought they tasted good. It was not enough. like, And I'm not saying there weren't enough fish sticks in the taco. I mean that there wasn't enough heft to the fish sticks themselves. They were pretty flimsy. But the taste of them was good. Um, I thought the breading was, it was a little bit overbreaded and not in a great way. Like the way that the Gardein fish fillets are breaded, is really great, like a like a Long John Silvers kind of breading, like a batter dipped breading, you mm-hmm. know? It got it curves and, and whips around and, and has all these contours to it. Whereas this was like a breading that was around it. It like was a, a, a less exciting breading.
1: looking breading. Yeah. I agree.
0: And um but I thought the taste was good and the texture inside was good. But they got nothing on the guardian fish fillets. And they made our whole fucking house smell like fish (laughs) for the rest of the night. I don't know what they squirt on it to make it smell that way. But squirt less of it. Because (laughs) our house is poorly ventilated to begin with. And food smells linger in our house for longer than they should. It's a problem that we need to address. (laughs) But this was flagrant.
1: It's interesting that you say that about the fish smell. I remember you mentioning that now that you say it again, but um, because the fish flavor I thought with these was mild. I thought it was, I mean, it was fine, but I felt like in the taco, the fish flavor didn't even really come through. For I wonder
0: me. if it came off in the air fryer.
1: Came off. Yeah, maybe. Like it
0: was on the, in the breading. Like cooked know. off. I don't, I don't know. know. That would explain why it was in our house, but not in your mouth.
1: Yeah, that's true. So I agree with you that the breading wasn't as good as the Gardein. These are supposed to be like Gorton's fish sticks, like Mm -hmm. the ones you would give to a kid Mm -hmm. before you leave them with the babysitter. And that kind of made these make sense to me, especially because the kid has mentioned to me several times since eating them that he loves them and would like me to make them all the time. He's obsessed. Wow. I think these are aimed at kids. And if so, Great job. Good catch. I thought these were good. I wish that there had been two in my taco. I want to consult my notes. Um, Yeah, I said the fish flavor was mild. I thought the texture was fine. I don't know if I undercooked them or what, but I thought they were a little bit softer than they should have been. Yeah. I wanted them to be a little bit firmer. And also, I can't stress enough how few were in the box. Splitting it amongst the three of us was not great.
0: Yeah, I might just roll the dice with Garnene if I'm feeling like having fish again.
1: I think if the cost was the same for the same amount, then I would maybe get these more often. But given like the price difference and the amount in the package and just the amount that our family eats, it, it's not a really great, great fit for us. I think, though, that there's a place for these. I just don't know that we're going to get them a ton.
0: I think it's good for a kid, Dan.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good kid den.
0: So, on a scale of one to ten Becky Belding baby shower gifts, (laughs) how many Becky Belding baby shower gifts do you give this?
1: I think I give these like a seven and a half. I think these were going for like kid fish sticks, and I think that they achieved that. Hmm. I think the price... Point is a little bit high, but as a sometimes food, which I feel like fish sticks should probably be anyway, they're Mm. fine. Seven point five is like a fine to me. Like Mm. my kid liked it, so I was glad about that. You?
0: I think that if this is intended to be a fish stick, it needs to be twice as long and maybe one and a half times as thick or tall. They're they're still snacky. They're not mealy, and you would probably. Like, I don't think our child got a good meal out of their his portion, too.
1: Yeah, but they part were, of that was that I was splitting two servings into three.
0: Right. But they were they were, like, pinky-sized.
1: Yeah, they were really small.
0: They were small. They were, like, if it were acceptable to have a tray of these out at a party for, like, finger foods, mm-hmm. that's the size they would be.
1: Like a mozzarella stick size?
0: Maybe. No, smaller than a mozzarella stick. A mozzarella stick is an index or a middle finger. (laughs) This is a pinky. So the taste might be there, but I can't think of a good instance where these fish sticks the way that they are satisfies anybody. So... While they may have liked the flavor, I don't know. That's not enough. That's like halfway there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say that the disappointment of not being able to prepare it or have it the way that you want it makes you a little bit less than halfway there. So I'm going to say four Becky Belding baby shower gifts. Four out of ten. Okay. Sorry. That's do better.
1: You like what you like. I also... Will warn my fellow air fryer enthusiasts that these did stick to the air fryer pretty badly. So have your silicone spatula at the ready. Spatula? That spatula
0: only lends to my theory that the s- smell was in the air fryer and not in the food. Like the smell came off.
1: Oh, I was able to get them up though. I didn't lose a lot of breading, but they did stick.
0: You seem determined to <laughs> disagree <laughs> I'm just with tr- me. No,
1: I'm determined to be precise. <laughs> i've gone to the fridge i've retrieved the cannonborough craft sodas so they had these at sprouts there were a few different flavors some of them contain honey though
0: what what drew you to these the label it's very cute Whoop. so the tasting notes indicate that it is bold bright and smooth our ginger beer is blended with traditional Jamaican spices and fresh ginger for just the right amount of kick. Now, I'm a guy who likes a lot of kick. Also, this is made in South Carolina, so. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll we'll just be the judge of that. Cannonboro craft soda. It's a cute label. It's 22 grams of sugar, which is pretty low for uh, um, a soda like this. Especially a ginger beer.
1: Oh, is it? That seems so high yeah. to me. Uh
0: my favorite ginger beer is the Kroger brand ginger beer. Mm. Which, oddly enough, like it's like dirt cheap. Really? But it is a sneeze every sip.
1: Oh, that's a good ginger beer. Yeah.
0: It's so good. So this one has water, ginger juice, lime juice, organic cane sugar, habanero. Hell yeah. That's vanilla why and I've... cloves.
1: So the habanero. Sorry, I talked over you when you said vanilla and cloves. Mm-hmm. The habanero was the reason that I went from being drawn to the label to purchasing these. Oh, I like it. It's flowery.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't dislike it, but there's no challenge here.
1: It's not as spicy. There is like sediment at the bottom, but I did tip these over before I um, opened them to get the sediment kind of floating
0: around. It all... Rides on the lime juice. So all of the, like it travels up the nose a little bit. And what I thought was going to be like a peppery sensation ended up being a very limey, citrusy sensation. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And that's. I'm with you.
0: That was in the front seat. The vanilla was in the back seat. The habanero like waved as the lime juice passed it.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't. It's not spicy. It It's definitely not a sneezer.
0: This is this is a nice ginger ale. It I
1: is think. it is nice. It's like a,
0: it's like a flowery ginger ale and not like a ginger beer, which if it is ginger beer you want the spice.
1: Yeah, like, like
0: you want a spiced soda.
1: Yeah. If like, I don't sneeze when I take that first sip, I don't I don't consider it a win.
0: Yeah, like the soda experience is secondary to the spice experience in a ginger beer.
1: Yeah, the thing I like about it is that it's kind of like a whole I was going to say whole body but I guess it's like a whole face. <laughs> a whole face mm-hmm. experience drinking a good ginger beer. This one's like half a face. It is still
0: good though. I like it. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. The cloves are a weird addition. The vanilla and cloves are a weird. I think they're thinking that's like their flair. And yeah, it's, it's a differentiator. It it tastes like, but I don't I don't think it's necessary. I think I would like to drink better without the vanilla or the clove flavoring.
1: I disagree. I think the vanilla and clove is really nice. It gives it kind of a seasonal vibe to me, but I, it needs to be spicier. I feel like if everything else in it were the same as it is now, but they put more heat in it, then I'd be way into this, but it's just not spicy enough for me.
0: I just want a habanero soda.
1: Yeah. Let's just Do they one. make that. I'm surely not somebody vague, does. But,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. Let's get some spicy sodas. I'm talking spicy sodas, like spicy sodas.
1: Um, I am not finding nada not strawberry habanero soda four pack from New Creation Soda. Ooh, I like their label. It's a donkey's kicking up. Look at that. Hmm. It's ten dollars four pack. Better be spicy. Strawberry
0: habanero, though.
1: Strawberry habanero sounds really good to me. Mm. Fresh, ripe strawberry blast in the beginning with a tart brightness in the middle and a warm finish. Light bodied and crisp. Hmm.
0: I I'm gonna go. You know, it wasn't what I was expecting, but
1: Ooh, that one got me.
0: I still don't hear a sneeze.
1: That sediment that I mentioned, I think. If you get if you some, have to
0: shake a soda to get it, <laughs> the agree. soda has failed.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's in there, but it's not uniform.
0: Can I continue what the point I was making before you came in with your sneeze that never happened?
1: Please <laughs> do. It got me. It got me. <laughs> I was starting to, I felt guilty. Please do. Go ahead.
0: I'm going to give these guys the point. Even though I was a little bit disappointed, I feel like my expectation was in my head. And not based on anything that they promised me. They said their words, the right amount of kick. And that's a subjective term. Yeah. Not what I consider the right amount of kick. But you know what? A unique kick, nonetheless. And one worth trying and supporting. But, Cannonboro, hear my words. Just because you got the point doesn't mean... You don't need to be working on a better ginger beer. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I like this. It does have more sugar in it than like a regular Tuesday night drink <laughs> that I would have mm-hmm. on a school night. Mm-hmm. But I, um, as I mentioned with the gummies, a lot of sugar and I don't get along. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the taste is good. As a special drink, like at a party, I would be happy to see this in a cooler. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a ton of flavors. I was going to go through and and list some of the ones that were intriguing to me. Um, They have a grapefruit and elderflower that looks really good. I haven't vetted these for honey. Some of them say honey right in the name, but some of the other ones might have it too. I don't know. There's a strawberry jalapeno that sounds really good. And then also spiced cranberry. I think sounds very seasonal. That'd be nice for like a holiday party, like a Thanksgiving dinner special drink. I think it's like a party drink. I would enjoy this a lot. This isn't like a end of the day. Not for me anyway. I can't. I just can't.
0: I think as a mixer, it could be really interesting as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree. Well, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Your ratings really help us out, and we will read your five-star review on the pod. Just do it. God damn it. <laughs> Dave's mad, y'all. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram and I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media and you can find my recipes, including that jalapeno slaw, at glue and glitter dot com.
0: I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm not gonna change it. You sure? Nope.
1: And we'd love to hear from you if you have a suggestion for a food we should try thoughts about Save by the bell
0: agreement only <laughs> don't come in don't no but don't come defending old Save by the bell
1: oh yeah i like mean if you're doing that you're wrong yeah. so don't do that write to us at talking at gmail.com that's talking without the g talking tofu is a production of caddington inc our music is by delicate beats good night sorry just me <laughs>